Hello and welcome to QSAC to the Future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. And we are here to discuss our love for John Cusack. One movie at a time. One episode at a time, too, even if he wasn't in this one. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. That's right, listeners. We're doing a deep dive into the first episode of Utopia. Yes. The brand new? Ish. This <laughs> came out this month, right? Yeah. The tw- yeah. No, today is October. Wait. Yes, it came out September 25th. <laughs> it's October. But within the 30-day <laughs> we're, we're there. We're there. Yeah, we're there. We're there. Um, so it's a new Amazon Prime show starring John Cusack, even though he doesn't appear in it. It has Rain Wilson, who also doesn't appear in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has a bunch of other actors who we don't know. But they're pretty, um, they're pretty amazing. Yeah, they're pretty great. Um, but yeah, we, we knew nothing about this. Um, but we're very excited to talk about it. Um, but before we do that, how was your how was your week, Grace? How are how are things? Yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Like the end of September, and and to, like from the twenty third till today has just been. I don't even know what date is. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's October today. That means it's spoopy season, but it's also Filipino American History Month. And it's also like all these other months. So I'm like trying to all these other months, all these other things during this month. <laughs> yes, it's all these other months as well. So I just I and I'm also kind of just locked in this room doing work. So everything kind of blends for me. Yeah. And like the shift to Libra season kind of just kicked my ass because it was like, oh, whatever's before Libra, cool. And then it's all Libra. Get your balanced life together, you bitch. And it was like, this isn't balanced. This isn't balanced. This isn't balanced. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just everything is all at once. And then sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm going to work all day. And then there's a day today where it's like, I have work, but I'm going to sit in bed and eat dried mangoes and fucking watch YouTube. Or like, <laughs> I seriously watched Twitch and just watched everyone play Among Us. And I was like, everyone's talking and playing. Like, I fucking love that game. I don't get it. Oh my God, it's so good. Like, I tried watching people play and it's just like people lying to each other. Yeah, that's the best part. It's like best friends just (laughs) lying and gassing each other up or gaslighting everybody. And I was like, I would be amazing at this game. Please let me be an imposter. Let me be an imposter. Let's play that with Geek Show. I think that would be great. We just lie to all of our friends. Yeah, I think just... it's. I think that's where we're at in quarantine now because everyone's just like, oh, Zoom party, Zoom party, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, let's kill each other and lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I think it's that perfect time too because we don't really talk to anyone now. So we're very like, either you're very trusting or you don't <laughs> trust anyone. So it's yeah. perfect for no. like Among Us. <laughs> absolutely and it's also like we're over zoom birthday parties let's go to zoom murder mysteries <laughs> i'm deaf for this oh i know i want to play that's what i want to do <laughs> i will build my own computer to just play this fucking game on steam do you need a computer no i have several okay no i mean like do you need a computer to play is only on computers i don't know, actually. We should ask some of our gaming gamer friends so we can all play <laughs> I, it together. 
I think at one point, because this is an old game, it came out in like 2018 and all of a sudden it just picked up steam now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Just everybody plays it now. Yeah. Um, I think at one point it was a mobile game. I don't know. I have no idea. I just yeah. love watching everyone do it. But nonetheless, we're going to play and we're going to lie to each other. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my that's my favorite part is just lying to each other because I want to see who I can just fucking like go crazy over. Yeah. Because we're a lively bunch listeners. And so like when you get one of us pinned against the wall, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Um, Much like yourself, I'm losing like my sense of time. Yeah. Um, but it's been going for much longer. <laughs> um, like I think about it. Like I've, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I'm like, oh yeah, my birthday was last week. Then I realized that my birthday was in <laughs> August. But so, it was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> so I really, at one point, remember when we were just talking and I was like, oh yeah, I remember when we started this podcast like four months ago. And then you're, you, you were waiting to see if I was making a joke or something. And then yeah. you corrected me. You're like, John, we have like eight episodes. We do this every week. So it's two months. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it was just genuine confusion. Aww. So I'm just uh I'm just confused a lot more now. I'm I'm like generally confused, mm-hmm. but now more so than normal. <laughs> but I, I think that's part of it. Like remember at the beginning of all this, it was like really slow. And now all of a sudden, like I walked into the store and I was like, why the fuck is Halloween stuff here? And then I was like, wait, fuck, it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no one's celebrating Halloween the one fucking year. It's actually on a Saturday and we actually could go out. Nope, ruined. <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. I mean, the best part is just I get to buy all those bags of candy for myself. On the cheap. My favorite part of like this season, like one of my favorite parts is when I went to Target the other day and I saw all the like the orange and like Halloween spooky stuff up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Count Chocula. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I made my uh, my power walk to the cereal aisle. And Wait, like, do they have like blueberry and all that stuff? They do. They have like Frankenberry, blueberry, uh, Count Chocula. And I got my oh. three bucks of Count Chocula. Oh, no. Okay. What they really need to do is just put those little funkos cuz in the in the cereal box cuz I I love those little funkos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my little addiction of like I don't want to buy more funkos but those are fucking cute. <laughs> I think there's something about like food and cereal mascots that are great. Dude, I love them. I haven't eaten like real cereal in decades. Really? Like I guess if you want to Count Trader Joe's like vanilla granola cereal, cereal, but I'm like oh, talking like, like up cereal. That's great, yeah. That's you know, that regulates shit. I want nothing yeah. but sugar milk, yeah. So, nothing with shapes or marshmallows, like, yeah, dude. I found out, and I'm late to this game, but I found out they just sell bags mm. of Lucky Charms marshmallows, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> Can I have that? Can that be my morning meal? Does it actually have to be fucking like eggs and toast and all these like nutrients? Can I just have a bag of sugar? Yeah. Can I just have a bowl of diabetes? Please. Please. 
Yeah. I, I had cereal for dinner actually. <laughs> what do you, so you got you got chocula? Yeah, I got chocula. It's my favorite. What do you do you save the boxes? I do actually. Yes. <laughs> Just so I can look at the different mazes throughout the years. Yes. I collect everything, Grace. I love it. So <laughs> that's the only thing that's keeping me aware that it's October. <laughs> and I realize that I have a, like a consistent stock of Count Chocula, so I never really leave October. Oh. <laughs> do you just wait, do they have variations or is it just one style for this year? Um, what do you mean for Count Chocula? Yeah. Or... Like yeah, do they have different one. boxes? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I remember one year they had like a promotional thing, like they put I think it was like that CG Adams family on the box. <gasps> and I was like, that's cool, but then I like the classic box and they like, they've made it all like modern looking. I was like, come on guys, we have this once a year. <laughs> don't take it, this away from us. Don't don't make this about this year. <laughs> Goddamn bastards, give me my childhood. Yeah, come on, General Mills. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my week. Just cereal. You got Toyson, didn't you? I did. I uh, so uh, on top of collecting uh, old cereal boxes, <laughs> I also collect action figures. Um, I don't think I've mentioned this on this. Uh, that, oh, on this they channel. don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've talked about that on this podcast. But I uh, can you plug uh, it? I'll plug it. I plug everything else. Yes. <laughs> this. Um, I have a nerd toy vlog. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's Nerdy Scoundrel. Um, yeah. Yeah, nerdy <laughs> as in nerdy, scoundrel as in scoundrel, <laughs> and YouTube as in YouTube. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's youtube.com slash nerdy scoundrel. And that has an Instagram as well, uh, where I to- post uh, toy pictures and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Um, I'm really bad at po- plugging my stuff. I don't like, it's weird for me. I'm, yeah, I'll I'm- gladly plug other people's stuff. It's just weird. Well, but the one thing that I, I will plug of ours is the merch that is God coming damn for you. the show. <laughs> God damn you. Okay. When is the merch dropping, John? Fall 2020. Yeah. Keep your eyes on our social media page. You have until November 22nd. Oh, that's plenty of time. I'm mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, limited edition drops. There's going to be uh, oh variants God. of releases. So keep your eyes on our social media pages. Grace, do you have that information for us? No, I do not. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? We <laughs> are QSAC to the future on Instagram. It might be QSAC to the future. It might be at QSAC to the future underscore pod. There might not be an underscore. Just keep searching. But whatever it is, you'll see our faces. And for those of you who don't know what we look like, um, Oh wow! Okay, just one like. <laughs> uh, for people who just genuinely stumbled upon this podcast, um, our background is as a pink poster on it. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. But speaking of podcasts, uh, Grace, do we have a podcast to plug this week? <laughs> Seamless and beautiful transition. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Good job, John. Our, <laughs> our shout out for this week is um, 
Radio Basa. Radio as in radio and Basa as in B-A-S-A. Um, Basa is a Tagalog word that means to read. And um, it is produced by Rise Above It Productions, who is our homegirl, Riza. Hello, Riza. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, she's a fucking powerhouse in LA. Um, but she basically does um, these radio dramas. Right, like, like she's taken she's taken scripts, um, and and made them for radio, and they're amazing. And so, um, there's actually a release party, a listening party, a um, talk back this Saturday, October third, twenty twenty, um, at seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Zoom, um, and you can. Look it up at Bindlestiff Studio. So, uh, bindlestiffstudio.org slash corpse honey. That's the, that's the play that's going to be, um, that, that's going to be presented. Presented. Yeah. yeah I was going to like debut, brought. <laughs> what is that word eluding me? But this play is, is, it's a horror play and y'all, it's, it's fucking good. Yeah, um, and it, and yeah. So uh, Rizal is the author, and Rizal is a homie too, and he's there's some stuff in the, <laughs> and it's I just the first time I heard it, I was like, oh my god, because I was in a class where he wrote it, and I was like, dude, please don't. <laughs> but it's, it's it's a good horror. So rise above it, Radio Basa. Cool, very please exciting. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. That was really good plugging. Yeah. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Look at you go. I know. Um, do you oh, have any merch to plug? Do I have merch? Yeah. That you want to talk about? Or designs of shirts that you want to do? <laughs> Aside from our toilet themed line. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what would I? I feel like we should just make a mask that is just a mask. Like, like this is anything? What else is there to say? I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. What just is says, it? Uh... What is it? I just wanted to have like the everyday things that we just say to each other to ourselves. Like I want a mask that says "Why the fuck?" Yeah. or like "How dare?" or like you know, like spoilers. Just, spoilers, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. You make the shirts, and I'll make the masks. All right. And when is your mask line dropping? Uh, 2025 when the pandemic is over. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fashion mask at that point. Because I, well, I'm going to be one of those people who just never goes out in public without a mask now. Like, I don't, I don't, when the vaccine comes out, cool, but I don't want the flu. Yeah. I don't need to be touching nothing. I think, yeah, I think this is a change where masks could just become more and more fashionable yeah well i mean they were fashionable already no i mean like people can start wearing like shredder masks and stuff where or like there, masks. there are those really yeah people have been fun with their masks there's like sf s fx masks oh that, oh 
I saw, yeah, I saw this one guy online. He posted a picture of like a face hugger as a mask. Yeah. That was it's, cool. It's pretty much all like the effects artists who are like, I got nothing to do. Let me make this real quick. And I'm, yeah. I've seen a lot of them do that. And it's super fun. Yeah. I want to make like funky ass masks. Because at the beginning of quarantine, I had I just have a lot of fabric because I'm just that bitch who's like, oh, I can do a craft and then never does it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just have a bunch of fabric and I'm like, oh, I can make my friends like Malong masks. And I've made one. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a list of people I'm supposed to make it. And I'm like, sorry, guys, my arthritis is like flaring yeah, up. It's, it's happening. So you 2025. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to get it whenever sewing machines come back in style or yeah. back in stock. But yeah, we should make masks. I want to make masks. I, I got shirts to worry about. <laughs> Whatever, John. I'll work on the shirts. Those shirts, you have how many days left? I'm counting. I'm counting. Uh, I don't even know what day it is now. So. <laughs> October 1st. Oh, okay. Day one, uh, John. Plenty of time. Fall 2020, <laughs> guys. Just be ready. Be PayPal ready. <laughs> what are we putting on that? Huh? What are we putting on the shirt? Oh, um, sit better, poo gentle. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Remember. And if you're confused by that, listen to the chaotic episode of Tapeheads, which is still my favorite episode. It's a good one. Uh, so, well, we'll see. Maybe after today. <laughs> I don't want to just keep pushing people to watch that episode. This is going to be a good one, too. No, listen. Uh, listen to this one. Yeah. Listen to this one. Yeah. Despite the fact that there is no John Cusack in this episode of Utopia. Yeah. Um, Because, well, the one good thing about John Cusack, like, doing new things again is he's out there a lot, like, on YouTube alone. He's being interviewed a lot for like oh. random things. So it's pretty cool. Just just like you you sent me this video the other day, I think he did with GQ. It was like a yeah. career retrospective of him just looking back at his like iconic roles. Yeah, yeah. Which was nice. Um, and then I went on a like down a rabbit hole and just started watching interviews, like um current interviews of him, and he's just talking about different movies that he did. Uh, the roles that he picked. Um, well, I have to send you that. I think it's a panel. Him and Joan talk. And I wanted to send it to you. Yeah, I want to see that. Because I love that like, one. There's uh, one of the interviews I saw. It was him talking about um, Joan. And he was just like, like she, well, if she's in it. Well, she's like, if I'm producing it, that just means uh, she'll work for the movie for much cheaper just because I asked her to. <laughs> And then he's like, also, if we have a scene together, it's usually the funniest scene in the movie. Yeah. And she's just like, it's, she's my favorite. Aww. So um, it's it's pretty great just John. Get, uh, seeing John um, talk because I always, I don't know, like I always, I think because like I imagine him or associate him very much with Rob from High Fidelity. <laughs> so I always imagine him much, much grumpier like in person, especially with just angry twitter john <laughs> i think yeah you know but no, he's, I think he's I, very pleasant or he's I very have, very chill i had that kind of thing of standoffish because you know like the, he, he's very vocal about certain things 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought he wasn't an interview person, but then like all these interviews started popping up to promote Utopia. And I was like, I don't want to listen to them because I don't want spoilers for myself. Mm-hmm. But also I was just like, Oh, John, yeah, <laughs> you look so happy in the videos. Yeah. And like, even some of the videos where he was like, uh, the interviews where he's talking about like some of his later movies, which I was kind of dreading watching, talking about was like 1408 or um 2012 yeah uh he was just like oh i chose to do that because of this and i was like okay cool you know so and i think it's also just something something for him to be like let me not be this character again yeah because and they brought it up they're like he's been in the industry since he was a teenager he's been working consistently for over what 40 years now so you're like that's crazy so if he just kept playing the same roles it would have gotten boring yeah. But just to him work and do different things and different styles of movies. Yeah. Very cool. Well, it was also that thing of like when we looked up his discography, we were all like, whoa, he has how many movies? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's just been, he has been working. So I thought that was really cool of like, wow, he's doing so much. Yeah. So I like but- that. But he didn't show up in this episode. As hard as he works, he didn't work in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, despite episode one of Utopia uh, not having John, we still loved it. There was a lot yeah. of good things happening in yeah. this episode. And, and um, But it's, yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, he's not in the first one. And we talk about Q-Sex. So we're not really going to go in depth. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the first episode. We're just going to talk about what we liked about it. Yeah, <laughs> like this episode had another thing that we loved, even if it wasn't John. Yeah. It was comic books and comic book conventions. Yeah. That was like a big focus of like the 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 big thing that they're trying to get in this episode. The plot, the plot, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> the driving force of the story. Yeah, driving force of what everyone wants in this story in this world is a comic book, and this episode takes place major primarily in a comic book uh, convention. Yeah, and we both love comic books oh, and God. comic book conventions. It's so good. Um, it made me realize how much I miss conventions. Like I, I've thought about conventions, but you know, pandemic and stuff. So yeah. uh, I like well, this is. This, I don't, did we? I, did <laughs> wow! Huh? I was trying to think. Like, I have no sense of time anymore, so I don't know if I've been to a convention. We went to a Toy year. Story or Toy Story Toy Show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, ceremony. Yeah, we went to the Toy Show. So, because like there wasn't anything in January and February, and mm. then it hit in the middle of March when we were trying to go to WonderCon. Yeah. And oh right, and there's a San Jose Toy Expo I was gonna go to the week everything shut down. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, comic book conventions are kind of like a big deal for me. Like, it's weird because it's it's funny because I didn't talk about like my fandom or like me collecting action figures up until this episode, and then now I feel like I'm just gonna drop 47 minutes of <laughs> collecting <laughs> convention stories on you guys. Yeah. Um, but well, we talked about con- our con- our convention experiences before, like when I would just like aggressively slam towels at San Diego when we went. We've mentioned that we've, we've mentioned towels, briefly. Yeah. But, um, well, do you it... have any awesome convention stories? Uh, yeah. Well, 
when WonderCon was up at Masonic, what the fuck was it? Where was it? Moscone? In the city? Moscone. Yeah. Masonic. Moscone. <laughs> <laughs> when it was in Moscone, I just, I, that's when I loved it. Like the, the first time I went to it, literally the day, the night before, I was just in a random comic shop and saw, hey, WonderCon, cool. And they're like, we sell tickets here. And I was like, all right. Um, and, and, uh, the girl giving me or selling me the tickets was obviously flirting with me. So she gave me an extra ticket. <laughs> and I was like, oh. yeah. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. And I should have asked her to go with me. <laughs> but I did not. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Oh, cool. Thank you so much. And then I was like, I'm going to bring my friend. <laughs> So it was pretty awful. Um, I didn't realize that until like, because it was in Berkeley, went to that comic shop in Berkeley. And then like, I didn't know that until like the the fucking train home. And then I was like, wait. And I I turned to my friend Kyle. I was like, Kyle, she gave me that ticket for me to take her, right? And he goes, yes, bitch. And I was like, no. Take me back. I was like, well forever gone so that that's a good missed connection there or stupidity connection on my part but (laughs) um but somewhere in the multiverse i imagine there's a meet cute that happened where you're at the con she's at the con and then you like have a meet cute yeah probably whenever i just took my friend who was just a dork but (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh yeah and then like the next year um, was the year that they released up? No, mm. it, there were there was like a Disney panel where um they were talking about up, mm-hmm. and again, I walked in, bought tickets on the spot, and then walked into the hall five minutes before the the panel started, and I was. I was like, cool, this is what a con is. And then now, like, you gotta wait four fucking days. Yeah. Like, when it's when it went from being up here to going down to LA, now I just, yeah. So, like, like, WonderCon will always, like, I love WonderCon. I used to go every year. Even when it moved down to Anaheim, and even when it moved to the LA Convention Center and went back and stuff. Like, WonderCon is, like, my con. Mm-hmm. Right, because like you're the perfect size to get things done. I yeah, think. so that was that was my favorite. But like, yeah, like I could I just mean, walk in and you you would have no problem finding a seat. Like I got really really close, and they showed like the first ten minutes up, and I was like, "What movie is this gonna be?" Was it the yeah. sad stuff already? They showed a little bit of the sad stuff. They didn't go fully into it. They just kind of showed, oh, he's he got married and whatever, whatever. Oh, and, so it's like when he was a kid, right? Yeah. So they showed okay. that and they showed a little bit of them just kind Adventure. of growing up. Yeah. Um, and getting married. And then the next thing they show is like when he's floating in the air. And I was like, oh. Can you imagine if the only thing they show is like 
sad shit. <laughs> like, that movie fucking broke me, dude. The first ten that minutes. Movie, that movie's rough. Every time I see his wife, I just start crying. <laughs> Why? Why? I love that movie, but it's so. I can't watch it regularly. Like, like hurtful. I have to be re- prepare myself. It's so hurtful. Yeah. And I went on a first date for that movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was a Disney movie. Uh, and like me and the girl, like we're just oh cool, let's go see up. Like this is gonna be fun. I love Disney movies or Pixar movies. Like they're so good. Blah blah blah. And then like the first ten minutes, we were just like you know first date. We're like hugging each other and being like, oh my god, are you okay? I'm okay. Like, do you want to leave? Like, no, let's finish it. Like, just like we were like we were like okay, we bonded. Yeah. It was a trauma. <laughs> Through emotional pain, you bonded. <laughs> See, I thought of like I like I don't like I don't know if I would ever take a like a person out on a date for a Pixar or Disney movie, just knowing how much I cried in Toy Story Three. <laughs> and I saw it by myself because I didn't want to be around people when I cried because I get like really sad so i I remember watching it by myself for the first time and i was just surrounded by children crying and i was crying the loudest but i was like it's fine they don't know where the crying's coming from i'm wearing 3d glasses (laughs) well three was hurtful too three was rough three was hurtful too yeah three was rough and then any scene with jesse played by joan cusack yeah very sad when she talks about her abandonment yeah I just, I get so nervous about that shit because like, I remember my, when I came home from college and all my toys were gone. Yeah. And I was like, mom, what'd you do? Yeah. And I just, I was like, fuck. And so. Were they they gone? They were gone. Yeah. She donated them. She either sent them back to the Philippines or gave them away or threw them away. And I was like, mom, what'd you do to my toys? My mom tried to do that a few times when I was a kid. She'd be like, all right, so here's your toys. Go through it. Put the ones you don't want in a bag. Mm-mm. And I'd start off and I'd put like three or four. She's like, you need to put more. And I was like, fine. So I'd put like a few to make the bag look full. And she's like, okay, cool. We're going to drop this off at um, like Goodwill or we're going to send it to somewhere. And then when she turned around, I just sneak the bag away. <laughs> I would just like. Oh, it's so good. Put pillows in a bag, and she'd assume that that was the bag until she got to Goodwill. She's like, "Damn it again!" <laughs> Thwarted by my child. Thwarted. Yeah, my son. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, like I don't know. Like I think toys is. Do you have a favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Oh God. Um... Or at least franchise of. For Pixar, I think for me, my absolute favorite is Wally. Wally. Yeah, mm, I love things that don't like. I'm such a weirdo. I love things that don't necessarily have dialogue but can drive the story. So, like the beginning of Wally, fucking like love forty it. minutes, right, or something it's that so no talks. good where they don't have dialogue. Yeah, but they still talk to each other. I thought that was really good because I I love stuff like that. Like I love like the um, it's on HBO, like Primal, which is mm-hmm. like this cartoon that has no dialogue in it, and I fucking love it. But I it's stuff like that where it's like you you see emotion in different ways other than talking. So that's yeah. I think that is my favorite. Yeah, I think 
Pixar, Pixar, Pixar. Uh, Wally would be my like second favorite. I'm just like, that's me. I love garbage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. Also, but I don't know. Like, it's just very. It, then is it Toy Story? Toy Story. Yeah. Like, aside from the fact that it's about toys, I don't know, like just the deeper theme of like those movies is just all about like being a bad like the fear of being abandoned and replaced yeah it fucking it just hits really hard yeah and it really connects with me so from the first one all the way to the third one and i just i like toy story 4 came out what a few years ago i'm still not emotionally i can't watch it, for I'm it. Not, yeah i'm not ready for it i'm also not ready for andy not to be there yeah i'm still mad at andy fucking traitor willingly giving it up after i had to have a fucking mission impossible to keep my toys in my house and you just willingly <laughs> gave it to some random kid at a daycare like i understood it we all understood of like oh if these toys aren't loved because i've had to do that i have to, i've had to I, there's a there's a toy that i could not keep mm-hmm. and i told the person to give it to someone who would love it as much as i did yeah yeah i don't do that <laughs> like that's like the one toy and like now that specific one I couldn't keep, but I but I keep looking at like eBay, and there is yeah. one a replica of it, and I'm like, maybe I can buy it, maybe I can buy it, and I just I keep looking at it, looking at it like every day of like, am I emotionally ready to like have this toy again? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> when when we went to Vegas to go to that Backstreet Boys concert with our mm-hmm. friends, um, I actually reacquired one of my old toys that I I lost. Uh, remember that uh black batman figure from the 89 movie that i got yeah which is like like eight eight nine inches tall Mm -hmm. i had that i remember my dad carried that with him when we went to philippines and he just had it in his coat pocket and like i just remember having that with me on the plane when we traveled Mm -hmm. and then through the years it just got lost Mm. and then we went to i went to we went to vegas and i just hit up like four toy stores by myself now without any of us i'm still kind of salty about that sir yeah, our friend Mark went to record podcast. You guys went to just swim in like the hotel pool. Yeah, and, and then just, you just bounced. I just I was like, I'm gonna go, and I didn't even finish the sentence, and I just left. Yeah, <laughs> we thought you like, were gonna go gamble, and then the next thing we know, we're like, "Where's John?" And he's like, "Oh, he's at his third toy place." And I was like, "Motherfucker, son of a bitch!" <laughs> I was like, "Thanks for the invite, jerk." <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whatever, I'm drunk. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unlimited slushy alcohol. You were great. And a football-shaped plastic mug. I love that lawless land. Uh, that was a that was a rough what walk a, across the hotel. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, it was I th- that was crazy because Vegas and then what we went to LA Comic Con the weekend before. The weekend before, so that was an expensive week or yeah. month. And I think, dude, I forgot like the joy of the small cons. I got so much stuff done that con because for, for a while, San Diego Con has been like my focus. That's your go to. That's my go to. Yeah. And then when we got to LA Con, I just, we went with a group of friends. I tried to hang out with you guys as much as I could, but I just kept disappearing to get shit done. Well, it was funny because they're like, oh, are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? And I was like, I'm going to go visit my booth and hit up my toys. Yeah. 
And it's it's funny because they aren't con people like us. So I was yeah. like, they're like trying to like go in a herd. And I'm like, yo, I got 15 minutes to get to this booth or she's going to sell out. Like, I need to go now. Yeah. And I did that. At, and I think at, well, by the time we went to Comic-Con the next year, everyone understood, oh, do your own thing. We'll meet up for dinner. Because I yeah. was like, you can't move in a herd, dude. You have to. It's nice, but it's not. Yeah. We can move in a herd done. after we do our, our rounds. Yeah. Which we ended up doing. Yeah, when you get your 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 objectives done for the day, or if you have a bonus day, yeah, sure. But like, con is work. <laughs> yeah, and it um, took it took. I think it took a while for everyone to know that. I was like, we can't be rolling ten deep, y'all. No, everyone's looking at one thing, and then we just start lingering in random booths, and then we get distracted by cosplayers, and then next thing you know, all of us missed one thing that we wanted. Yeah. You know. I was I was pretty salty about that. I was like, <laughs> I need to go. And they're like, oh, we'll go with you. And I was like, I can go by myself because you can slow me down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're dead weight. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I remember wanting to go, especially at San Diego. Like, I wanted to go to the um, Super 7 pop-up for the the Universal Monsters. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can go tomorrow. And I was like, guys, we're, like, right there. Can I just go? I'll run. And they're like, yeah. no, 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 cool. We're hanging out. And I was like, whatever. Then the next day, wasn't there anymore. And I was like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate all of you right now. And I think I told you all that when we, when we found out. I was just like, You're oh, like, this no. is what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, visibly angry. <laughs> I was like, ugh. And I think that's, I think it's that. And then there was something that you wanted, but you didn't get or something. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty grumpy during cons because I don't eat during conventions. I know. We're like snacking. You don't do the snack thing. Yeah. That's why I'm always slamming towels, Grace. (laughs) You see, like, I didn't understand that. I was like, do you have snacks in my bag, bro? That's what my bag is for. Well, my bag was just filled with like fruit gushers and like granola bars and then i had like you know that's that at one point i had like that goo that thing you eat during marathon oh that was horrible yeah <laughs> yeah i had some of those in my bag just so i could sustain we had packets me. of like peanut butter yeah i do remember yeah. that. i just <laughs> had like things that could sustain me through the day and then i'd have like a massive crash during dinner and then i try and make up for it by just drinking a lot <laughs> yeah but I think the problem is like especially for people who go to the co- like to a comic book convention for the first time or they it's like this convention thing is due to them it's because like like how they presented uto- a convention in Utopia. Yeah, dude, that was, was the funniest shit. I loved it. It was so weird. It's a, like I'll go to any con at this point, but the way they presented this con It's a party. It's a, it's a party. It was like a smaller convention. It was at a hotel lobby. Like as soon as you get in, there's people in terrible cosplay, which is the best. I thought that was cute. It's called it's Cringe Con. Yeah, and like I get that these people who made the show probably aren't comic convention people, and they want to show that these are cosplay, so it looks shitty because they want to like prove the point that it's homemade. But you know, cosplay now is like it's incredible stuff. Yeah, and uh, they get there, it's just LED lights and things just. There was like crazy ass music. There, like everyone was just having a good time. No one was stressed. People were yeah. giving out free shit. They're just walking it was, up. It was like a free love. Like everyone was like touchy feeling. Like, it's a dimly lit hall. I'm like, that's not the optimal way to expect a condition of any fucking package. 
you know, I was like, it's it's very serious work. It's either a convention or a party. It's not both. There are conventions, <laughs> and then after the conventions, there are convention the parties. parties. Yep. You know, it's like I found parties. I found that out when I went to San Diego. Like I think it was my first or second year mm-hmm. I went. <clears throat> um, I was uh, exploring the like San Diego because they have it in the gas lamp district. Yeah. And they have like a bunch of bars and restaurants, and they redecorate. Well, that's where you're supposed to meet all the people, right? Like every motherfucker's in line to go meet them, but they're all getting drunk at the the bar across the way. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> or like you decompress from your day, you're like, well, I missed out on this exclusive, or I didn't get this signature, I missed eight panels today. Yeah, also, your con so you, regrets. So you talk about your con regrets with other nerds, mm-hmm. and then uh, you 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 go into these restaurants and bars that poorly decorate their restaurants because it looks like a children's birthday party that used decorations <laughs> from party city yeah they're like they're oh like, spider-man theme and it's like a offshoot spider-man pinata in the corner yeah and then it just like has a hand-drawn word balloon sign that says pow comic-con <laughs> is in town you're like what the fuck this is offensive <laughs> well it was like that in utopia like this con this con was grade was a you dude it's yeah. so funny. Like the one of the drinks at the bar, and you know, of course, like all the bars do this in real life, but it's all can I get a comic cozy? And I was like, Yes. I was like, oh. Don't you know, sir? But it was That's so real. it was also very close to this con. Like literally just walked in and then went straight to the bar. Yeah. I was like, the bar area is bigger than the sales floor. That's not real. This is sci-fi. <laughs> But um, for one year, I went to uh, one of the like I was exploring the area, and then I saw that they had this huge line outside this one bar, and I was like, "Oh, a Comic Con party! I want to." I, I heard about these. I've heard of these things. <laughs> parties. I haven't been to any. I've heard of a party. What do they do? I've heard of a party. Parties? Let me investigate. So I go there. <laughs> And uh, instead of doing that thing where, you know, like you see a line, you're like, what's this line for? Like you do at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, I, 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 because so much during conventions, you just hear, oh, sorry, the line is capped or uh, we're at capacity. Yeah. So I just go to the front of the line. I ask the, the bouncer and I was just like, hey, um, what's this party for? And then the bartender goes, oh, it's a private party. And I was like, oh, for what? And then he was just like, oh, well, it's like this company party. Right now it's private because they have they bought out the place. They have catering. They, they have this thing. And then it opened to the public at like 1130 or something. Um, so this is the, uh, the the general public line. It'll open in a few minutes after they wrap up their party if you want to go in. Um, you don't need tickets or anything like the other parties. It's like, okay, cool. As I was about to leave, this drunk dude stumbles out of the party to the bouncer, the bouncer area where I was talking to the guy and he just goes, Oh shit, there you are, man. And I was like, Oh, this would be great. <laughs> so he goes up to me and he's just like, there you are. We've been looking for you, man. We're waiting on you. Let's get this shit started. And I was like, Oh, sure. Yeah, let's go. And then the guy who came from the party, we're going to call him um, drunk drew. You didn't even his ask name. his real name. No, at this point he was just, he was just the key. To get into the party. <laughs> So drunk Drew goes, oh, he's with me. He's part of the uh, part of the party, and I just look at the bouncer, very confused, and he was like, "I guess you're in," because <laughs> <laughs> clearly you didn't know what about this party is. But apparently yeah. you're the fucking guest of honor. <laughs> yeah. So bouncer Bill, he was great. He was just like, 
get in there. So I get into the party, and it was um, I don't know how much detail I should spill about the fuck it. It's too late. They're not gonna find me. It was a Diamond Select party, so it was like this company that makes toys. <gasps> had, uh, that year, it was um, uh, Aliens 40th anniversary, oh, I, I believe. So they decorated the whole bar, and it's really well decorated. They made it look like the Nostromo. Okay. And everything was alien themes and all uh, this stuff. Yes. And I saw like random party favors. Like they had like these little eggs that looked like the face hugger eggs. And I yeah. was like, dope. And I started stuffing my fucking pockets. Is that where you got your face hugger? Uh, it was that year, but it was uh, at a booth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the party. You didn't steal like the, <laughs> I, I didn't steal the fucking that. props. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a felony. <laughs> This is just a misdemeanor. Okay. So I get in there. I'm just very excited to be in there. And then the uh, drunk Drew, he just goes, oh, shit. Well, I'm going to go back outside to smoke. I was going to go out for a smoke when I, I bumped into you, man. But it's good to see. I'm glad you made it out. Um, grab a drink. Uh, the drinks are free tonight. I was like, what the fuck? So drunk Drew stumbles away. I go to the bar. And at this point, I'm just like, uh, whiskey, whiskey. Um, all the fruity drinks that you have that has like 20% alcohol, yes. uh, everything, beer. I was like, what beer you have on tap? Yes, that one. And I was just drinking as much as I could before I'd like, I had this ticking time bomb in my head of like 1130, the public party opens up. So there, are, so the bartender goes up to me. He's serving me drink after drink after drink. Oh my God. And I started getting worried. I was like, oh fuck. Cause he was just looking at me and I was just like, oh fuck. I think I went too hard. See that I'm getting too drunk, or I, I, I drank so much so quickly that he's realizing I'm not supposed to be in here. <laughs> so I start like polishing off all of my drinks, all of my half drunken bottles. And he goes up to me, and I'm fully ready to get kicked out. And he's just like, Hey, man, just wanted to give you a heads up. He's like, There's food in the back, they're gonna wrap that up when the, the, the public party opens up. So you should grab some food because I know they're running low on some stuff, but you should grab some food before they uh, put that away. I was Fuck like, Yeah what the fuck and he's like yeah go for it man i'll hold your i'll, I'll, I'll get you another round before you get back oh shit. so i go to the back i start eating all the food that i can I, and the the i uh the the filipino in me came out and i just started asking for paper plates or demo boxes <laughs> do you have sturdy napkins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that i can wrap this steak in <laughs> Exactly. So I, I am having a grand time. Just like, this is a dream. And I'm just drinking and eating like fucking royalty, right? Nice. So I, I finish. I, I eat as much food as I can. I, I, I go back to, um, to the bartender. He gives me more drinks. Oh, and, I was, and then they announced, like, party's wrapping up in 45. We're going to move this party to um, the, 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 the back area for some folks if they want to continue the party. And at that point, I was at a crossroads. I was like, I could go back there and see where this night goes to see if it gets more awesome. Okay. Or that's where they find me out. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Empty your pockets. Give us our lasagna back. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I decided. Lasagna. <laughs> yeah, pocket lasagna. And I was like, oh, man. Well, well, that boiled egg is mine. I came with that. <laughs> So, so I, 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 I pack my shit. I, I hit up uh, the bartender one more time. I was like, one for the road. I leave. Oh, shit. <laughs> and as I'm leaving, I see fucking Bouncer Bill arguing, arguing with someone. 
And this guy's like, no, man, you don't understand. I'm supposed to be in there. No. They're waiting on me. And but the bus like, doesn't matter, man. Party's over. Party's going to open to the public in 20 minutes. If you want to get in there, get to the back. And he's like, no, man, I'm supposed to be there for the private party. He's oh, like, private shit. party's over. Uh, so I think whoever uh, drunk guy was uh, looking for was uh, that guy. As I like to tell myself, but sorry, guy. You took someone's um, spot. Yeah. Did you at least look like him? I mean, in the general sense that we were ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So sorry, guy. <laughs> but uh, wow. Well, I guess that's a positive note of racism, right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! You're Asian. He's Asian. You're our guy. <laughs> Yeah, we were waiting for you. We need one of you inside. Get your ass in there and eat lasagna. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, so that's, that's harsh. Because what... then the next day, everyone's going to be like, yo, you were so fun. <laughs> you were so Why were you fun? eating you... everything, though? Yeah, you were just stuffing about? your pockets with food. <laughs> You're wild. Oh, my God. So that's one of my favorite con stories. Oh, it's um, a good one. That's a good one. I want a good one. I want yeah. one where it's not I'm a fucking oblivious person to take a date with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I snuck into a party because some jackass thought I was another Asian. Yeah. So, well, more stories can be had when the world decides to have conventions again. Yo, we're trying to go to another con. Yeah. I just don't know when, but it's going to (laughs) happen. It's going to happen. Full on hazmat suit, and I'll just say that's my con costume. Or just incorporate like masks into your cosplay. Like Vader, he has a whole respiratory system set up. So we bring our own tank of oxygen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want the kooky. I I really, I really do want the kooky. I want the kooky back, which is kind of crazy, but I don't know. Because I think that's. And again, we are legally obligated to talk about Utopia because we are talking about Oh, the show. <laughs> Our show. Right. The Cusack show that does not the have Cusack, Cusack in episode. it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Utopia. No, it's really. I don't know how much of a Utopia it is if there's no John Cusack Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking good. I was like so hyped for it. Yeah. Was... This show was great, though. It was a good first episode. It really mm-hmm. gets you. But it does, it, you know, like how you waited 49 minutes for us to talk about this movie. That's how long we waited for John Cusack to show up on screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I held up hope that because this is like a comic book show. It's not a comic book show based on, it's not a show based on a comic book. But no. since it was like about comic books and comic book conventions, I was like, oh, there's going to be a post-credit scene where John Cusack shows up and yeah. just goes, like, very Nick Fury's like, let's get that fucking comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I was totally expecting him to be, like, one of the people dressed up or something, just some type of, like, reveal, but he's not there yet, so. Mm -hmm. But again, like, I'm going in absolutely, like, I don't know nothing about it. I I vaguely know, like, one fact, and that fact is Utopia is a remake, an American remake Mm -hmm. of, like, a British show. Yeah. Yeah, I I randomly saw that fact, and then I closed the internet, because I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But you saw you saw the trailer and you were like, oh, dude, this looks super good. 
Yeah, I saw the trailer, and then the one fact that I knew going in was that it was written by uh, the person who wrote Gone Girl. Whoa, movie. Jillian. So, yeah. So I was just like, oh, this is going to be fucked up. It's going to be fucked up and a lot of twists. No, it's it's starting to look that way. Like, dude, like the major high, one of like major highlights, right, is the con, the way they put the con. It's super funny. It's like over the top. It's very caricature. It was mm-hmm. either like, oh, you get like just a, dr- a bunch of drunk ass people trying to get laid or you get like the stereotypical nerd in the mother's basement trying to like make friends in an awkward state in an awkward station, right? Yeah. So, but the premise of the movie is pretty fucking cool. Like we we're introduced to how many five? Five, a group of five. Yeah, a group of five. Like super into this one comic called Dystopia. Mm-hmm. Like they are super in this. They've never met each other. They only know each other, I guess, through like online forum or whatever, and like. They find out like there is a sequel called Utopia and they're all going to this comic convention to try and buy it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was really cool until like you start realizing like the people who are selling it are like, don't know nothing about comics. They're like, oh, we could probably get a good $500 out of this. And I'm like, mind you, this comic Utopia is the only one in existence in the entire world. And it's the original artwork. Yeah, and they did take it to auction. The, their their preferred method of selling it is just like we're gonna rent out a hotel room, poorly <laughs> decorate this hotel room. We're gonna invite people in one at a time. We'll show them one page. We'll have them write their name, contact info, and then their bid. Yeah, and then we'll tell them to leave. And I'm then like, oh, by the way, you can touch the page that you're looking at. Okay, so that upset this me so much. Like number one, like none of these pages are protected by anything mm-hmm. like it's the raw pages like they weren't put in sleeves they weren't put under glass like nothing number two they were allowed to touch without gloves and at one point one of the people selling it like has a drink of alcohol on their hands takes a sip and then puts the drink on the same table as the comic book yes and i was like oh no this is bad <laughs> so stressed out because I was like something's going to happen in this comic something's going to happen in this comic and it's like (laughs) I was neurotic about it that was like I was and I'm an inbox collector like I super protect my shit Mm -hmm. and And I I don't like I open all of my my you're aggressive when you open your shit like for my comics I don't even bag and board them anymore but when it's like an important key issue I'm like oh protect it be careful yeah but, like, oh, the fact that this was, like, an all-day endeavor and, like, people's sweaty hands and they're getting drunker and drunker and everyone's talking, t- touching it. I was, like, so fucking stressed out. And then, like, they're, like, oh, the highest bid they have so far is $5,000. And I was, like, for an original one-of-a-kind comic. Yeah. Such a lie. Such a lie. I was, like, you yeah. like, got oh. this up because you didn't do your damn research. <laughs> I know. I was, like, come on. Yeah. Sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a hi- just the highlight of like seeing a con and seeing an outsider look at what a con is and just how absurdist it was. I thought that was really cool. Another highlight for me was the meet cute. Yes, there's a meet cute at the convention at this bar 
at the convention. <laughs> True nerds finally see each other, and I loved it. And it was beautifully awkward. I, I love nerd awkward nerd love, and it's at a con. I love that. Yeah, I think one of my favorite parts of that was like there where you remember you said you were getting all the fruitiest ass drink that were like twenty percent and stuff. That's yeah. what this guy orders. Like his name, yeah. what is his name, Ian? Ian. He orders like the comic Kazi, which is which is basically like an adios, right? Like it was that bright ass blue. Yeah. And then he gets it, and then the girl shows up. I think her name's Becky. Yes. And he's so nervous because she's like, "I'll have a beer," and he's like, "Oh, I'll get a beer too," because I don't know what this fruity ass looking drink yeah, is. I didn't expect it to be so blue. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, you ordered something with an umbrella. It's gonna fuck you up. Get that one." <laughs> Yeah. And then later on, they have like two each. And I'm like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then they leave the bar and she, like, it's this, it's this great thing where you, you could see how drunk they are. They're still very nervous. Absolutely. And then, and then uh, Becky's just like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? And he's just like, no, of course not. He's like, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like, no. No. And then she's just like, um, she's like, I, I didn't expect you to take so long to to meet me. She, you know, and she's just like, Would you have waited a year? And he's just like, I would have waited too. And then they start kissing and I was it, like, oh, it is it's sweet, so beautiful, sweet. but she looks at him after that and you're just like, Oh, please don't ever don't fuck this up. Don't yeah. miss don't I'm all you Hollywood, you'd be nice to this couple. No. And I saw that. I was like, this is nice. And then I remember this was written by the person who wrote Gone Girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's going to put him through some shit. <laughs> and I was like, don't get attached. You're going to be bad. Oh, my God. No, I can't. I keep forgetting it is Jillian. And that was like a, that was, oh, God. It was a fucked up movie. Yeah. My oh, and speaking of like first date movies, one of my friends brought someone to the first date, and I was like, "Why? Why did you bring them to Gone Girl? You dumbass!" And he was like, "Did she like Ben Affleck?" And I was like, "This was a horrible movie." I'm so used to doing that YouTube thing where you have a question pop in your brain. It's like, "Oh, hey guys, so drop it in the comments below. What do you think the worst first date movie <laughs> that you've ever taken anyone to?" The one I've heard that is. Like the worst first date movie I've heard anyone take anyone to is um, it was someone took a part, like their first date to a movie because they liked David Fincher, mm. and then it was uh the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh fuck you! And I was just like, why did you not do any research? And he's like, I did. He said he liked David Fincher, and I was just like, wow. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I think another one I heard was Black Swan. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't e don't ever bring nobody to movies ever again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, movies aren't going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> but that's oh. a thing from another life. But um, what, what else do we like about this show? The uh, spoiler alert: the killers. The killers were great. I, I didn't villain. like them at first. Yo, because at first, like, I didn't like them at first because I thought they were just con goers, and I was just like, they just dressed them like, like stereotypical people who yeah. you think would go to a convention. Yeah, like Turned one out, guy straight up just dressed like what you think a pedo 
dressed like yeah. he's just his white shirt tucked into tan pants with this weird ass looking windbreaker and like, windbreaker tracksuit thing yeah like, and he has like his hair slicked in that really awkward like creepy ass way yeah and he and the whole thing is just like and his first line of dialogue is like we're late i wanted to get there early so it's like oh man they're just trying to present like comic book people in that weird That'd light weird right and, and then it turns like, out they're not even there for the convention no they, they were there for the comic yeah but his, for other means well the other f- weird part is his partner shows up in like an old old ass car like not yeah. like like it, it was a vintage car i should say i shouldn't say old ass, yeah. but it was like a nice car that he wanted to drive because it was a long drive to wherever they're going and mm-hmm. he shows up and fucking looks like jason like jason mraz light <laughs> like he had like a hat on he just looked like one of those motherfuckers who's like busking at a tree for no goddamn reason yeah. It's just like, oh, is this like a brother thing? Is this just like, is that his brother and he has to take his like comic book socially awkward brother there? Yeah. And then this first time that I that I realized something was up was when they walked in uh-huh. and they didn't understand what the con was. Yeah. And he's like, what is this? And like one of them goes like... So, just something about like how sad like it is or something um that like these people are here like this is the these people's lives and then the other one goes i think it's wonderful like wonderfully intrinsic or something like that and i was like they don't they're not here for the con what are they what are they here for and then when they get there to the comic i thought that scene was amazing like they show up to the the people's room right to look at the comic mm-hmm and then just edge their way in. And you know that creepy thing of like the guy won't close the door or yeah. the guy won't let the door like, close. And just keeps pushing his way in. It's so unsettling. It's unsettling as fuck. And, and the way that they approach them is just like we're here for the comic. Oh, the comic sold. And then um, they just, what, what does he do? He does, He shows the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them shows the gun, and is just like, "Okay, well, we can do this. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna shoot you up with something that's gonna." Well, oh yeah, yeah. So he um he puts three pouches on the table and he opens it up, puts his gun away, and he's like, "I'm gonna uh inject you with this now." And he's yeah. like, we could do it the hard, the violent way, and I shoot you guys, or inject you with a guy. We inject you guys with this. You'll pass out, wake up tomorrow with a hangover, and we'll just rob you and take your money. Yeah, and then or I shoot you. Yeah, and the girl was like, "This is just for the money," and mm-hmm. they're and they're like, "Yeah, it can be," or something like that. And I was like, "Yo, something's up." Yeah. And so they they make them stand in line, and they get their shots, and one by one they start dropping. And um, the couple who's selling the comic, like one, the guy looks at his girlfriend and just goes, I love you. And just drops. drops. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're not going to wake up. Yeah. It was was so unsettling. And then like the next scene with them is just it went from zero violence to all the violence. Yeah. Because. When they go after the guy who bought the comic, like, it wasn't even the nicety of, like, coming in and, like, giving them that option. Like, the guy who bought the comic brought, like, a girl up. Mm -hmm. 
and the girl, I guess, was laughing at one of them. So he just walks over and just, just decks her hard in the face. And I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. no. And then the other one grabs like this ro- ro- uh, duck room decor thing. Like it's a room decor shaped like a duck. I don't know why yeah, that's so Yeah, it had like a sharp, a sharp. It was like a letter opener of some sort. I no, think. It was just, I think it was just a statue that was just there. Part of the decoration. But it, 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 yeah, and then he just picks it up and just stabs the dude in the hand. And then oh. he just keeps fucking, it gets very violent. And then he is like, where's the comic? Where's the comic? And at this point, one of the five members of uh, our hero group yeah. is in the room. And it turns out one of those characters is a little kid who just kind of lies his way into the room. Mm-hmm. And he's just hiding behind the bed in the same room where the comic is. And he has the comic in his possession. And you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. And you know, you know, in your heart, you're like, oh, they're not going to kill a kid. Oh, they're not going to do this. Oh, he's one of the main five. Like, you know, but the whole time you're terrified because if they find this kid. Yeah. Like, God damn. And then after that, it's just it's I feel like everything was like so like that. That weird, like calm, methodical. Yeah. You know? Because the next thing they do is like, oh, we need like a, a mental health check on these names and goes down the list from the people who made bids. Mm-hmm. People who saw the comic book. Yeah. And then. From there, one by one, they go through the hotel, just shooting these people, knocking on their door very calmly, shooting them until they get to this one person who has a history of uh, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And then they decide that they're going to pin all of the the murders and mind you, this is like him. what, like fifteen people that's been shot in the head, point blank. Yeah. That's the most times I've seen people shot in the head. Yeah, and I saw it all within like three minutes. Like it didn't make sense to me until they got to they got to him at the end. Like I was like, oh, why they do a weird men- mental health checkup? Yeah. And they open the door. They ask him if he's him, right? And then. The dude le- or the killer leans in and goes, oh, what a beautiful view. And then the guy they're going to kill turns his head and that's when they shoot him. And I was like, why did they do that? And then I went, oh, shit, to make it look like a suicide. And I was like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. And the whole time they're just like eating pretzels. <laughs> Very calm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, cool. This was, you know, this was fun. Should it, I think it was like, oh, should we order room service? Like it was, they're like in this. I don't know. It's like just work for them, you know. Just just another day in the office. And it was it was in. I I am ready for them to be the villain. Like I don't know who they're working for though, because there's obviously a big bag that they're working for. John Cusack. Do you want him to be a villain? Uh, I I don't think we've seen him play a villain role like an evil scientist or anything. Mm-hmm. I want to at this point. Do well. Like I want to see John act so efficiently as a character that I'm supposed to hate. Well, you know, I want more, to see if I could hate John Cusack. You know more about his, his role in this than I do. Cause I don't, I, again, I didn't, I don't know anything about this yeah. at all. You said he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Is he I think mad he's scientist? a doctor. I think he's a doctor who is like in charge of this giant uh health pharmaceutical bioengineering company or something. Yo. So he could be like he's morally. Yeah. 
He's like a morally bankrupt scientist yeah. who's trying to turn a profit. Hmm. So, and I don't know if we touched on it, but the whole premise of the comic book that everyone is after is because in this world, there's been a lot of pandemics. There's a bunch of new flus and sicknesses going around. Like anytime any character turns on the television, they're talking about this new sickness that is sweeping the country or, yeah. or, or being exposed in the world. No, no, no. It freaked me out because like the first thing that we see is like a, a warning or a thing that says the events of these movies does not reflect the current time. Yeah. So you know like, it's like it's bad when they're downplaying it, you know, as opposed to like you see those horror movies like The Strangers where they're like based on actual events. Yeah. You're like, why? Because there was one time a person who got murdered by another person wearing a mask. <laughs> that was true. So yeah. like when they when they try and play it up, you're like, all right, this is bullshit. But the fact that they're like, guys, this was an accident. Yeah. This no, isn't real. It creeped I'm the, like, oh. It creeped the shit out of me. And then it was also like, um, so in, in the comic book, apparently like there's these hidden messages that allude to yeah there's like little prophecies and so like there's a there's a shape of uganda that like shows some type of disease outbreak or um there's like a a character that is being attacked by a mosquito but the the character looks like it's a child of zika and, and there's a bat in one yeah and there's a that one freaked me out. I was like, what? I was like, you cut this shit out, Bezos. I know you're behind this. <laughs> but it was really creepy because then like the latest, literally the latest uh, news was about an unknown um, illness, a flu-like illness that um, affected a school and multiple children had died. Yeah. And they were saying this new this this pandemic outbreak or whatever they wanted to call it. I forgot what it was, but I was like, "Yo, are they t- are they talking about now?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, it was very, it was really kind of creepy. Yeah, and you know, because like the process of producing shows and movies, yeah, they the show made in like three years ago. While ago, yeah, yeah. So it's not like what can we put in from the like what can we rip? It's not like Law and Order when you're like, what's going on in the news? Cool, let's shoot some shit about that. Yeah. Things have been shut down. They shot this a while ago. This was adapted from a BBC TV show. Yeah. So this is a while ago. And it's just like, it feels very relevant. And it's, yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy how. Well, because it's, it's like, oh, okay, they haven't. And in my head, when they were showing the con and they were showing all these things and they were showing like people close to each other, I was like, oh, they're not at that point in the pandemic yet. And that that's just something that like came up for me. I was like, oh, wait, they're not even in this, in our universe. <laughs> yeah. This isn't, this isn't reflective of the times. Like they're, but I, th- you think it's going to go that way? I think like something, something big is released or something think, big is supposed to be released, right? I think, yeah, something bad is about to happen. Again. Yeah. And that's why. Are- consistently bad there's this one great line of dialogue that really set up the whole um state of the world mm-hmm. is when they're like it feels like the world is ending because like it feels like the world has been ending mm-hmm. because it is i forget the exact term or how it is i should have wrote it down because i love it so much but it's just that feeling you know that we have now where it does feel like yeah like things have been getting shittier and shittier and it just feels like well, the end times it's and I mean like yeah the world always kind of had had these these 
outbreaks or these tragedies or because even at one point they started talking about like the fires in the west coast and i was like what yeah they're they're yeah they're talking about how how the west coast is on fire and i was like hold on if this was filmed like even six months ago yeah you know and it's and i was like oh they're just doing like past events and amping them up yeah. Because that's what their dystopia looks like. And I was like, then this is our real reality. And I was like, and then we fucking nailed it this year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well done, us. Yeah. And so I just, I was super into it. Like the comic book aspect, these five heroes, our little like Avengers are going to be really cool. I'm super looking forward to like watching more of it. And the way mm-hmm. we're going to do it is just we're, we're watching one episode at a time. Yeah, and kind of releasing that throughout a month. So, and I, I was like, yeah, let's like do one a month or one every other month. And then John's like, oh yeah, so that means we're gonna finish it in two years. And I was like, what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, oh no, I, I miss, I misspoke. <laughs> so we'll see how how we go through this. But I definitely love the idea of spacing this out, and I, I'm ready. I just. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to it because um, I, I, I've been, t- like, I, I've mentioned earlier, like, f- like, I've mentioned earlier how I don't have a sense of time anymore. It's because I've been binging a lot of shows, catching up on a lot of movies. Yeah. You know, so I've been watching a lot of uh, different stuff. So uh, spoilers, uh, Miguel in Cobra Kai uh, ends up on life support and he might be paralyzed. Oh! <laughs> we went over an hour with no spoilers, John! <laughs> God damn you. Sorry. But, um, <sighs> should I have just said Professor X dies in Logan? Because <laughs> I know a lot of people are watching Cobra Kai right now. So it's a really good show. But what I was going to say it. was I finished Cobra Kai I finished like a lot of shows and now I'm very excited that I have a new show to jump onto. Yeah. But the fact that we have to stretch it out, I realized it takes a while. I have to take my time. <laughs> do you like that? Do you like the the season drop or do you like like Mandalorian where it was once a week? I like once a week drops. Like yeah. boys do, boys does it too, right? I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I've, know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not on that first episode yeah. yet. I'm on like episode two. I'm like, this is dark. I'm going to watch Cobra Kai. And then I was like, this is pleasant. I'm going to watch this. It's rough for me to watch because after the first episode and I watched yes. it with my roommates, Mark and Rosal, and I was straight up like, I need to take a shower. Yeah. I was like, I need, this is no, a lot. I need, to, I need to watch happier things. So yeah. I watched Cobra Kai instead. And um, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So, so now, but I like episode drops. It makes it feel like, you know, like the old I, days where you have yeah. to wait. Take your time. You could like really that. enjoy the episode and really think about it as opposed to like more, more, more. And then everything kind of blends in together. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. And because of that release schedule, I remember with each Mandalorian episode, I get so excited for the next one mm-hmm. that I'd watch the one that dropped several times throughout the week and just taking it in, you know? Yeah. We were doing watch parties at our house. Oh. We're like Life Mandalorian. Before. <laughs> Life before. But Mandalorian's coming back on October 30th. Really? Yeah, look at me with a, a professional plug. No, like, I didn't know that. October 30th, Mandalorian's coming back. So I'm very excited. 
I'll talk about that when John Cusack shows in that one too. Yeah. Uh, seven degrees of John Cusack. So we'll connect someone to that show and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Who can we connect to that show? <laughs> Maybe Pedro Pascal. Maybe. I'm, we, I'm like sure we could find a connection. Sure. So I have 29 days to find a connection from John Cusack to The Mandalorian. Or John Favreau. He directs a bunch of those episodes. I'm sure he might have worked with Cusack at one point. Oh, Favreau. Okay. Yeah. Because Marvel and people are connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll find a connection. And then maybe we'll talk about Mandalorian. <laughs> but also, um, I don't know if this counts as a spoiler. But earlier in the episode, I talked about how Tapeheads was my favorite episode thus far. Mm-hmm. And I said, this might this might beat it. It did. I actually really Yay! enjoyed it. We upped our Tapeheads chaos. <laughs> yeah. Because this, this, I realized this was chaos for like 50 minutes. We didn't talk about anything about conventions <laughs> among us. And then for 10, 50 minutes, like, shit, let's talk about the show that we promised we would talk about. <laughs> no, and we really do want you all to watch this show. It's just kind of the first one we didn't want to spoil for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, with you and Tapeheads, you were like, I don't want to spoil the ending. And for me, I'm like, I don't want to spoil like the first episode for you too much. Yeah. Because it's really fucking good, even though Cusack wasn't in it. And trust that we could have talked two hours about the first episode because the first time we tried to record we yeah, talked okay. two hours about just yeah. that <laughs> so i we have to, i have to tell you guys uh, this is friday <laughs> today's thursday i said today's friday like i don't know what date is today's thursday it's and thursday. usually our episodes drop on thursdays uh we record on wednesdays usually Tuesdays and then we drop wednesdays. the episode on thursdays mm-hmm. yesterday we recorded we recorded for what an hour and a half. Oh, fucking and long. this is be, even before that. We were talking to prepare for the episode. Yeah. We were like preparing. We were looking up conspiracy theories. We we're doing all sorts of research. <laughs> uh, we went down a rabbit hole. Like we found out that there's a conspiracy theory that uh, Paul Walker died because he found out some shit about the government while he was in Philippines to like poison the Philippine people during like. Uh, fucking tsunami relief stuff not poison sterilize sterilize sorry yeah um i I was like excuse me so paul walker saved us yeah and it cost him his life and it cost us fast and furious movies so um yeah we went down a weird rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and we're like shit we should record and then finally when we recorded we recorded for an hour and a half talking nothing but this episode yeah, we were breaking this shit down point by point. Yep. And then we were getting to the point where we were talking about the villains and kind of the same points that we hit tonight, very briefly. We were talking about the villains, and then my my Wi-Fi came out, so dropped out, so it was my fault. And then we lost the file, and then I was just sad as shit last night. Oh. And Grace is just like, we'll try again tomorrow. It's okay. Oh, it, was, it, was a, it was a bit of a rough patch. Yeah, because it, it was it was it was because when we started our uh, our online meetup, we were I was pretty low energy. I was pretty tired. I was feeling yeah. very out of it. Both of us were. And then there was a moment talking. before where we were like, do we want to do this? And we're like, we're already doing it. Let's go. Let's go. So we tried it. We pushed through. And then as we were recording, we kind of built up energy. We got very excited just talking about it. And we went through it. And then, of course, we lost all that work. 
But it was also like an hour and a half of us going through everything. And when that Wi-Fi went out, we were yeah. only halfway through the episode. Yeah. It, it got to the point where we, we were going through the episode and I was like, fuck, an hour and a half. And we're halfway through the episode. I was like, how are we talking longer than the actual runtime of the show? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much we loved it, viewers, but we, uh, or listeners, but, you know. Yeah. So, so believe us when we say we didn't talk about it in depth as we usually do other things. Uh, there's a lot to talk about if needed, but we also we very much love comic it. book conventions. We want um, you to experience and, it. So it was just, yeah, it was lovely. And, and we know that a lot of people don't really watch along with us. They just listen to us talk about it. Um, so for this show, actually do give this show a try. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's really good. Um, we'll let you know when epi- we're going to do episode two. Actually, I have a feeling that once people watch this show, they're going to be like, fuck you guys. We're going to watch episode two without you because you're taking too long. <laughs> yeah. So, oh shit. In that case, the f- shoe's on the other foot and they could spoil shit for us. Don't do that. You won't win the shirt raffle, guys. <laughs> I don't like this no. Drop it in for John, because John's that motherfucker spoils everything. I haven't spoiled anything in over three minutes. So you, you let us think we weren't going to have a spoiler, and then you dropped one in. And that's when a good spoiler happens. Just, yeah, friend. Yeah. I don't know. So what's, uh, what's, our, what's our show or movie for next week, Grace? I don't think we actually have one. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, no, because I was like, oh, cool. Like, we plan in advance, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, did we actually come up with something after Utopia? Oh, shit. Oh, yay. It's the baseball one, right? Eight men out? I... Is that the baseball one? Am I completely fucking everything over? Um. So next week, tune in for an episode, um, an episode where we talk about John Cusack in a baseball movie. Yes. I... Yeah. Oh, I love baseball. Yes. I don't. Okay, so I, I don't. I, I'm not a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, my two thing. Oh, your greatest reaction to that. But if I was, I would be more of an Ace fan for two reasons. Yes. One, I love the movie Moneyball. Yes, that's. I really love that movie. Beautiful movie. And two, um, the first. I think the only. I've been to three baseball games in my life. Two of them were A's games. Two of them were with me. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I went to three base, four baseball games, then, and three of the four were with you, I think. Two, were the, two of the four were with you. Yeah. because Whatever you, the ratio is. We went for Black Panther Night, and we went mm-hmm. for Star Wars Night. Star Wars Night, yes. So most of the baseball Wait, games. What other baseball did you go to? The Giants? I went to an A's game to go get some garlic fries with my friends who I worked with when I was working at the PlayStation store. Oh, and then the fourth one, I went to a Giants game with one of my friends in high school. New Giants. Yeah, we didn't finish it because they lost. New Giants. <laughs> um, and but... I'm so proud of my A's because we took the West and we're like, it's a green October. We're in the playoffs, baby. We haven't been in the playoffs since like 2013 and I cried. <laughs> it's a good time for sports for for us. <laughs> um, we can't go to the fucking stadium. <laughs> but our teams are doing well. Um, well, it's not minors. A lot of people are hurt. But that sucks. Um, one of my teams is doing well. One of my teams is doing well. The Lakers are uh, possibly oh, yeah. winning the finals. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. see it, but I'm doing my LeBron step in, step nope, in, slap my chest. Get the fuck out. 
Um, if you want to, because I did that for a geek show. So if you want to download that GIF, join our Discord channel or Discord. I don't know how that works, but you can download what? that GIF. Invite them to our personal <laughs> Discord. What's wrong with you? No, it's a Keysack to the Future Discord. I just made it. You were lying. Spoilers. I'm going to make it. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you guys know what it's going to be. It's oh either Cusack God. to the Future or Cusack to the Future underscore pod. I cannot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But anyway, guys, um, hope you enjoyed us talking about comic conventions, possibly yeah. playing Among Us, possibly talking about baseball next week. Yes. But uh, until the next episode, my name is John. And I'm Grace. See you guys later. Hit that bell button. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>